Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Oh, a second, Daniel. How's the garden doing? The garden is amazing. We and talked it's, about it a little know, while ago, but there's been rain, so I'm assuming huge, picked up. big, big deal. Well, I have a I have a hack. I didn't intend on having this hack that makes our garden abnormally phenomenal. Mm-hmm. We've already talked about it, and yep. that is it's planted at the end of our leech lines. But you still need water, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. But it just. I mean, we got abnormal, awesome fertilizer. Sure. So tomato plants are really coming in. I've got, I've got three uh, sort of, I don't know what they're called, Jeffs, I think is the brand, and they're just rocking. And then we tried an heirloom this year, which I wasn't really, you know, knowledgeable about that. I'm learning. It's slow to the ground. I don't think it's going to yield all that much. It's not my favorite so far. Hmm. I like those genetically modified you monsters. Like juiced. <laughs> yeah, you better believe it. Uh, potatoes, awesome. Peppers, I've already started eating peppers, putting them in my uh, eggs in the morning and uh, put, put them in a Thai dish. I, got, I'm, I grew little jalapenos. I chopped them up for a Thai dish. Garden's phenomenal. I'm surprised. Nice. You, well, no. How come you don't have a garden? You used to have a garden. Aren't Long you a ago we have a garden, yeah. You have like nothing now? Tomato no. plants on the back porch or anything? Nah, yeah, we don't bother with it anymore. How's the box at home? Good. That's that's coming? Like the, yeah, the yeah, fresh yeah, delivery Robust thing? produce for eating vegetables out of our ears, so it's great. You're the only person I know who says vegetables. Vegetable. Vegetables. Really? I like that. I don't know. It's good. How do you say it? Vegetables. You're missing... Of course. A vowel. The I is silent. Vegetable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Uh, what else is going on? How's your cycling? How's the world of... Hot. How's the world it's getting of... warm out. I thought you are in... Oh, because of the garage. Uh, yeah. Do it early in the mornings in the garage, which actually June was beautiful here. Crisp mornings. You'll know that from your runs, but we're starting to turn into that kind of, not muggy yet, but that humid kind of heavy air in the mornings. And that is not kind if you're, it's probably not terrible on a run. It's very not kind in a garage because you, you got to turn on like three fans, four fans to just keep things moving. Do you, I know you cycle with your group mm-hmm. through your, uh, what is it called? What's the program it's called? Zwift. Zwift. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do you ever vent? I know you venture out a couple times a year with your group. But do mm-hmm. you ever go out and ride in the in the uh, you know Kentucky around? Landscape? Yeah, it depends on the weekend. So I prioritize time with the family. So yeah. I usually knock it out early uh, in the garage before the sun's up for that reason. So that then the rest of the day I have um, on the weekends with the kids. But I try once a month kind of to get out on the road and just keep the skills sharp. I got to work on the fist tapping thing. No. You got to work on the bike riding thing. You got to be careful, I mean, man. But pre-kids, it would be like five days a week out. But Just had a buddy who got hit. He's yeah. okay, but man, it's dangerous. Well, yeah, drivers don't Those like bicycles. Roads. Yeah. Eesh. Hey, before we go any further, let's talk real quick about our wonderful sponsorship. Sponsored uh, podcast is by Ajule, a Financial, J-O-U-L-E. Powerful planning for people among various places. Is that how we say it? Powerful planning for people. That's how you say it. What is it? Powerful planning. Yeah. Powerful planning. For people. I mean, we're not doing it for dogs. I feel like we miss I feel like we need one more thing. 
Mm, as that was no too much purposeful. People. Nobody can hear what Logan purple just said. people people eater. Anyways, uh, we're the wealth development program. There has been fantastic. If you have a complex or intricate situation, you're looking for a partner, hit us up and go to jewelfinancial.com. Learn more about it. We've evolved that site. If you haven't been there in a while, on the wealth development page, so that we are. Uh, broadcasting a little bit more about what that program is, how it works, who we're looking for, what's a good fit, etc. So, again, you can visit it uh, online and learn more about it. All right. We got a question from Mary today. Mary, what do you got? D-I-Y! Hey, guys. This is Mary. I'm a young professional with a lot of student debt. With federal student loans currently being on deferment, What do you think people should be doing with extra income that would normally be going towards paying down these federal student loans? I've already maxed out all of my retirement plans and I have an emergency fund and I've paid off all of their debt that I can. But while waiting for federal student loan payments to resume, I've been putting my extra income into my index funds and high interest savings account. Do you have any opinions on other areas where I should be investing this extra income until student loan payments resume later this year? Thanks. There's just something about Mary. Okay, if you're listening to the show, which obviously you are, so you'll know, you'll think to yourself, wait a second, aren't interest uh, payments starting in September and uh, we're kind of done with that. We are. This this question Mary submitted was quite some time ago. We had answered another similar question at that time, so it kind of stayed in the queue, uh, as many of our questions do. So if they're good questions, we will use them at the appropriate time. So Mary, you have, based on when you sent this question in and today, as we read this on June 22nd, you have made out pretty well because you caught the upswing in the market this year. And you now are getting a pretty significant rate above average or above normal in your high-yield savings account. So, bravo to you. Bravo. However, I think what the broader question is, and when we answer this, it's in regards to, let's just say, someone who has an expense coming up in the future. So, your expense, when you first sent this question, is was... I'm going to have student loan payments, and I'm not paying them because they're not giving. I have no interest that's due, uh, and at some point in time, they're going to come due. So what do I do with that cash? Well, that could be the same as I want to save for a car, or I want to put a down payment on a house, or I've got a wedding coming up. So our general theme, our general rule is if you have an expense that's coming up in less than five years, the best option is to keep that investment liquid and safe, which means high-yield savings account, laddered treasuries, something along those lines. Can you play the game of the market and investing? Yes, you can. Can you lose? Yes, you can. You have to be very, very careful playing that game. Now, Mary, yours worked out. It sounds like you did a sort of a two-pronged approach, a little bit here, a little bit there, and it worked out very well. But what I wanted to make sure to share with this question was, just to reiterate, if someone has an expense coming up they know of, it's probably wise to make sure you're not putting that investment at risk. Even though odds might be in your favor over a five-year period that you catch an upswing, 
the psychological impact, if you do not, can be very damaging. And ultimately, you can end up losing both on the money you've invested and then losing on the opportunity having just parked it in cash and keep earning a decent rate of return. What say you, Daniel? How far is the S&P still from last year's highs? From the 2021 highs sure, of 2021 November? Highs. Yeah. Um, maybe 8 or 9%. Okay. So there's a good example. Like if you had been investing in 2021 going, oh, it's only two years away uh, for this goal, say a car purchase or loan payment or something like that, and you were just chalking it away in the S&P 1, you would have seen it go down pretty significantly. It would have been stressing out along the way. You might have then had the emotional reaction as it, as it was going down that you would have you know, sold some, pulled out, whatever, because it got down to what? What was the S&P down roughly just ballpark? 20, over 20. Yeah, so over 20%. So you at some point, you're sweating, going, oh, man, I'm going to have to save more, et cetera. Uh, maybe pull out of it. Who knows? Maybe you held on, but even if you held on, you still wouldn't be back to to the highs of where you were. Maybe with some dividends or something, you'd be close. Maybe if you were dollar cost averaging, you'd be close. But just keep in mind, and that's only over the last two-year stretch, and that wasn't even a major downturn in the economy or anything. That was just freak out over interest rates and feds and things like that. Now you could say, well, I would have invested that in a target date fund or a well-diversified portfolio, 60-40, etc. That also, unfortunately, over the last year since 2021, would have been down quite a bit as well. So you really can't play that game. The As you said, the name of the game is really safety, security, liquidity uh, in times like that. We've answered similar questions in the past. And the only caveat I've ever given is if you don't care about the time frame. So if you were looking at 20 in 2021 and you were looking and saying, well, we have a car purchase goal in 2023, but we actually don't care if it's 2023 or 2024 or 2025, then maybe. But you really have to wrestle with what's your real upside on some of those. If you're investing ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars over the course of that time period and it goes up 10 percent. And your dollar cost averaging, it's not a lump sum, because if it was a lump sum, you probably would have just done the goal already. I mean, maybe you make two, three thousand dollars on that, which is a lot for some people, but with the amount of sleep you might lose along the way, could not be worth it. So yeah, keep it safe. I can't stress enough. We will always talk on this show, we will come back to the foundational principles of the DIY money lifestyle. And what's really neat about doing this now for over 400 episodes in multiple years is going through the different environments. And it's kind of like when say when they say, I have a friend who says, Mother Nature is still undefeated. <laughs> the principles are still undefeated. Uh, we took flack from many people during a 0% interest rate environment for stressing the ability to, to stressing the importance of paying down debt. Now, if you remember, the reasons for that was not only do we just not like debt, but if you could pay off some of your fixed debt expenses, if we experienced an inflationary environment where your variable expenses went up, that was the best offense to have a good defense. And that isn't something that we just made up, meaning we, we kind of have some experience either going through it or studying history. 
this situation is exactly the same. How many people were parking money? We've seen it in aggressive growth type investments during 2021 after the pandemic. Oh, well, yeah, I got student loan, but man, I mean, I got this free money. Let's just let's just buy this, you know, whatever, company XYZ or buy this crypto or buy the this or buy and I'm not saying Mary did that. Clearly she did not. She, mm-hmm. She's very well disciplined in her approach, but the reason we said not to do that is because we've been around the block to know that those things can blow up. That, that actually can happen. I mean, it was for a, for a while there, it was hard to even imagine going through a bear market. And we've had a great year, don't get me wrong, but we are, as Daniel pointed out, still a long way from highs in the indices. We might not see those highs for several years. Could be two weeks. I mean, we just, mm-hmm. no one knows. So the principles remain true. And if you follow those standard principles, they will keep you out of harm's way. And why is it important to be kept out of harm's way? Because you can make much better financial decisions that way. I have the great honor of working with people. That's just Daniel. But but client-facing on a daily basis with people who get emotionally tied up in decisions (laughs) and 99.9% of the time when they're emotionally tied up in a decision, it's not a wise decision, meaning they're going to make a decision in haste. They're going to make a decision out of emotion, and it's not great. And the reason is, if you come back to it, they're not following basic principles. Have you lost your mind? I mean, we discussed this. This is going back tomorrow. It's not going back tomorrow. It is. Uh, It's not. It's so going back. It's so not going back. So, Mary, sounds like you did great. I'm used this question kind of as an example, so I know, look, we're not really answering your question. Now the time period is here. You're going to be selling those index funds down. You're going to owe some taxes on that, but it is what it is, and you're going to put that towards your student loans, and I would encourage you to be paying those off as quickly as possible because those rates probably aren't going to be great. Uh, But nonetheless, for those out there that have an expense coming up, we strongly urge you to keep that money safe if – As Daniel said so eloquently, unless that expense is variable, meaning you can push it off, you can determine the time frame, or it's at least beyond the five-year window. Great. Anything else to add on that? I think we covered it. All right. Listen, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.